Welcome to Absolute Comics, the show right here every Tuesday at the Comic Story and Podcast Network, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, where Sal and I sit down and talk about comic book news, movie news, what we like to dislike, comic books that came out, and all kinds of fun jazz. This series is brought to you by G-Fuel. Drinking some today, didn't sleep well, so I'm drinking the <laughs> Crash Bandicoot Wampa Fruit Cans. You can get it yourself by using the code COMICS at checkout and keep Sal and I employed. We appreciate you guys who do that. You keep us employed. We like that. We, we like this job. <laughs> we do like this job. I can't, we can't go back. <laughs> I can't go back, man. You know what? Okay, let's, you know what? Today's episode started a little bit early. I was going to get, if I went back, what if, okay, tomorrow someone came to you and said, you can no longer do YouTube. Yep. You can no longer podcast. You can no longer do Twitch. Yep. You have to go get a nine to five job. What would it be, Sal? I guess teaching again, right? I have a certificate. Teaching? Yeah, it was the job I was doing before. I have a certificate. Uh, I think I would be a better teacher today than I was six, seven years ago when I quit. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'd just be a teacher again. You? Uh, most likely. I do have a little bit of a perk. I get free money from the army because mm-hmm. they broke me really good. <laughs> so I'd probably go back to try to work at something like GameStop. I don't think I do GameStop now. They don't seem to be doing very long, very well right now no uh. <laughs> no it's not uh, it's not it's not a thriving market no not exactly but i'd find something similar i actually was one of the people that liked retail yeah um because i'm also outspoken and just in your face enough that if you tried to get up in my face i just take it as a challenge for right. fun mm-hmm. <laughs> oh oh we're gonna do this let's see who shuts down first because they ain't gonna be me right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's probably honestly what I'd go back to. That's I'd not go back bad. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a good supplement to your to your already steady income. Particularly because like, yeah, if YouTube was to implode, because it's not like where you just can't do it anymore, but you are still earning off your old videos. Yeah, no, and that, yeah, something like that. So but no, we'll say we'll say it's gone for good. Like yeah, we had to go get it's normal. Over. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I, if, if I got to keep my YouTube money, like with oh your your old videos make money, but you can't make any new ones. Honestly, one of the most fun jobs I had, uh, I used it to get through college, delivering pizzas. Hey. <laughs> it was it was fun. You yeah. show up, you get a pizza, you drive it down the street, you jam out to some music, and you have fun. Right. So you, Yeah, you, you literally I, I hang out in your car all day. Uh, yeah, but- and I like cars. I mean, I like muscle cars. I like big cars, little cars. When I was 16, Sal, yeah. I had a Honda Accord, 1996, and I was souping it up. I thought I was the coolest kid in the world because I saw Fast and the Furious and <laughs> wanted a car that was loud. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my my first car was a Lincoln Continental. It was a boat that I that I crashed. <laughs> that was the end of that. I I call my Challenger a, a boat right now because it's like I was driving the street. Like, Sounds awesome. It's amazing. Overturning. All right, hold on. This, this doesn't yeah. do that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you put me on a straightaway. I'm solid. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that car yet. I've only seen the, uh, the SUVs. Well, yeah, you were supposed to come visit, and then you know we had a whole problem happen here. Yeah, we had this thing for a year, so here we go. Yeah, are. speaking of that, uh, let's go into our first topic that's actually not on the list, but I do want to discuss it. Sounds good. Uh, Denver Comic Con is the first official con to close entirely oh, over? due to the pandemic. Over. Oh, no. As far as I'm tracking, it's the first one to be done. Wow. They don't know what's going to happen moving forward, but they fired the con staff. Oh, wow. So they have nothing but administration left. That, then, they're, then they have nothing. Yes, I <laughs> But like, I guess because, you know, they're trying to move into that pop culture classroom thing. That was last year. They I just guess they're trying it. to turn yeah. that into something. So they're mm. but the Denver Comic Con, as it's been known, is done. It's <sighs> gone. 
officially, we I got an email from the director of it. He, the whole can't, whole staff's gone. Wow. So the people that are left are trying to turn it into something else, but the con element is done. And I think this is the first official. I don't even know yeah. if it's a big con. It always tried to be, and I might be more aware of it because it's an hour away from me. It's Denver. There might be more local cons that are down, but it's for the first one that I'm tracking that is down. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Bleeding Cool does an expose every, like, so often about every single comic book store that closes and opens. I am I would be surprised if they didn't have a running tally of every con that just closes and it there has to be yeah. a prerequisite of course because like cons cropped up like literally every year and so you'd have to assume well, like it's funny because we even said it's going to get to an imploding point oh yeah, yeah yeah not all of these cons can be making money we have some like in la where they're literally back to back to back and yeah. stuff like that like it doesn't make any cons you when you and i started doing this mm-hmm. the cons were san diego baltimore and new york yep that was the comic cons. There was the small little ones. There were little but ones, that, but yeah. That was the comic cons. There was no Chicago C2E2. No. There was no Denver Comic Con. There was no New Jersey Con. There was no like the one in Wisconsin that I went to. None of these cons existed. And Emerald you know, City. And Emerald City was still around. Uh, Emerald City was around in the early days too, but they got bought out by Reed and got turned into that. They got bought that. by Reed. C2E2. And it literally yeah. got to a point, and you and I used to go to probably five or six cons a year. Yep. I know that we would meet up and like, it would be you, me and Rob. Yep. You know, miss you, Rob. Miss <laughs> he's you. not dead. I'm just, no, he's, just he's just not <laughs> I'm on in the a show. Basement, so I'm kissing in that way too. <laughs> <laughs> he's upstairs. No, and I'm like kissing in the air. Like he's dead. Like, right. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. <laughs> um, but like the three of us would meet up at cons. It was the big thing where we'd always meet up. Cause Rob didn't live near me. No. You, the only, we see each other four or five times a year. Yep. Sometimes six. And it got to the point where I remember I got like, it was like on one hand, I was bragging it to an extent. Like I go to a con every month. Yeah. Every month. But he also gets to the point where, yes, I would go to a con every month, but I'd show up day one and then stay in my hotel room. Yeah. Like 90% of it watching TV and going out to eat with my buddies. It was more of just a way to meet up with friends from the industry. Exactly. Which is the, I think that's what the con was originally made for is for industry professionals to collaborate and meet up. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't a con. It wasn't a, a pop culture Mecca until, you know, uh, San Diego kind of normalized it and, it, and pop culture uh, became such that it has absorbed the comic book culture and comic cons as like a, a legitimately valid way to express your fandom. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like this by the way, our chat from Flashpool. Poor went out for Rob. He's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah man. it's weird. And and that, and we kept saying as the years went on and it got to a point, because I remember it was was it 2018? Mm. Yeah. Okay. 2018 was the last year I went ham on cons. Right. In 2019, we were getting to the end and I started canceling shows. Yes. I started saying, I'm not doing it. I just want to play games. I joined my raid team in Final Fantasy 14 because like I need something that's not travel right i'm tired of traveling to the same air because every con looks the same guys that's what it turns into yeah and so it was like we always go to the uh, to a new city try the new food go see all the same exact people at every con because everybody like denver comic con had a con team valiant had their con team dc had their con team um i think it was veronica or whatever but yeah, we, like, we heard the dc ones yeah yeah We'd always meet the same people. So it eventually got to the point where I started canceling at the end of 2018. And then in 2019, I was canceling. And then 2020, I was like, this is the year. I'm not going anywhere. And then 2020 was like, hey, we'll make it easier. There's a pandemic. (laughs) You're not going anywhere and you have no say. 
Yeah, exactly. You have no say. And now I want to travel again because I didn't have a say in it. That's the thing. Is that, like, yeah, I was. I, I, I'm always like, yay! I don't have to go anywhere. But like after this year, I'm like, yeah, we're going, we're going crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, we're gonna do all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's like they gave us a year off, Sal. Yeah, yeah. We're having to travel. <laughs> it's true. And they and they got to show you like, hey, what would it be like if Comic Con's on virtual? And as it turns out, they suck. <laughs> um not to you know the the interviews are fun and stuff but like you know i i i really do miss the con vibe i miss the con atmosphere i miss yeah. going to cons i miss meeting you from the audience out there i miss hanging out with colleagues like you i miss meeting up with my I friends miss, i miss the sneezy nasty sick kids showing up to the con and us making it like oh man they're gonna give us all the cold and now it's like where's your mask you're gonna give us covid yeah like i wonder <laughs> if there will be there will certainly be like an uptick in mask wearing for general illnesses. I, like in I, China, I could. I yeah. actually I was thinking about. It. I'm probably going to wear a mask at cons and shipping this guy going forward. Right. Like I got sick at every con. Why yeah. not wear a mask going forward? Everyone did. It was called the con crud. Everyone got sick when they would go to a comic con, and I remember like it was almost like a badge of honor. Oh, yeah. did you get your con crud? I got my con crud. Yeah. Talking to it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you walk twenty miles a day for four days. And on two and a half to six hours of sleep, surrounded by thousands of people, you will get sick. <laughs> yeah, it's a recipe for illness. But you know, there's 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 some there's some positives as well. You know, you get some cool signatures and some Funko Pops. I guess I don't know. No, I do love cons, <laughs> and I I miss them terribly. I'm really looking forward to them coming back. I uh, I don't. Oh, my one of my local cons, like very local, like underground local. Uh, has the audacity to be open this January. They're they're gonna be opening in my dying mall in the area. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Pass. Um all right, well let's move on to the next topic here. Um I want to talk about comics before we get into these other topics. Uh you know, I'll make a quick one because you're not gonna have anything to say about this one. Leaked Fortnite skins show Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Taskmaster, Green Arrow. 100% agree with this. If you don't know the story for Fortnite, Sal, I'll give you the quick synopsis. Sure. There's a thing called the bridge. The bridge connects to every multiverse. So, And then when they touch Fortnite, they lose their memories. Okay. So it's Fortnite's reasoning why all these characters are running around on their island. Um, the theory is that these leaked skins are because the last event did so well. I 100% agree with that. I am a... I, 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 you know, that Marvel thing was incredible. I still yeah. say that. I think it went over super well. I'm still playing Fortnite. We literally played it last night. I was uh, Kratos shooting the Mandalorian with my buddy who was John Wick, and we had a, like a princess puff, princess whatever on the team. And it was just one of those moments where I'm like, this is gaming now. Yeah. This is what I'm doing now. <laughs> it's Ready Player One. We're living in Ready yeah, Player One, but without the haptic suit. We're in Ready suit. Player One, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So moving on to the comic news, though. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about King and Black and Endless Winter and why one is great and one is bad. And you can guess which one I'm thinking is it going either way. Sure, I know. Uh, Joker is getting an ongoing series. Yep. This, to me, screams like DC is aimless and doesn't know what they want to do anymore. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay, so we didn't talk about this, but the initial announcement of writers post-Future State. Yes. I The reason why everyone's like, oh, you guys want to talk about the Future State stuff? And we didn't do an episode on it. I didn't know any of those people. It's because they're working on Future State. Like, those are the people, well, because no one from the original bullpen who had been working on DC stuff 
wanted to do Future State. So they had to get entirely new cast of fucking writers and artists and stuff to get on board. Once I they didn't even think that. Yeah, and now look well, because I didn't see anybody with the name Snyder, Bendis, King, Williamson, uh Taylor yeah, I mean, like, on Future State. Tiny is the only one that was announced on the follow-up stuff. Now, they're announcing more books now. So we are getting more. I doubt we're losing King or Snyder or all these people. You know what I mean? Like, they're all... I doubt they're leaving. But those initial announcements of the follow-on books, Mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't... We're not going to do it. I'm not going to talk about this because I don't know any... The only one I knew from that list was Mariko something. Tamaki. Tamaki. And I only knew her from her terrible X-23 series. Yes. So and so, I saw her name on there, and I said, "Did I miss something? Because I don't think she wrote a good book. Right. She wrote a terrible X twenty three series, and she wrote a terrible something else. I did that got panned. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was. Yeah. Oh, She Hulk. Right. She Hulk. This the the story the the Hulk comic book where the Hulk didn't show yes, up. Yes, the PTSD Hulk <laughs> book. Yes. Which I thought the message is cool. Yes. It was a it was a cool idea, but she she forgot the Hulk. Right. Like, <laughs> no, there was just there was no Hulk in the book. <laughs> like she kept the the they kept, they had these gorgeous covers that kept depicting her as this new gray she hulk and she just never well, did like anything. gamma veins and shit it looked uh, awesome yeah it was a really neat I mean, and, and, it got and, an action figure it, yeah and i thought it looked awesome because it looked very very like savage and bulked out and like muscular but it still was feminine yep as opposed to like when jason aaron's avengers first started and she all came out and they're like woman no just muscle just yeah. nothing Muscle on muscle. It was like, I get what you're going for. I'm not against it, but I kind of dug what they did for the She-Hulk book because she looked very, like, just, she looked like she's going to break you in half, but she's still a woman. Well, they ended it, too. <laughs> they ended it with her not being gray anymore and being green and going back to classic She-Hulk, and then Aaron's like, nah, we're going to increase that. Give her give her like 17 more more muscles. Just just, just <laughs> 17 more muscles. Just, just add muscles on top. If you run out of room, just put yeah. more muscles on there. Just make her a big a big scary monster. Which like, you know, And Terry in her chat says, "Isn't that the Hulk?" And you're right. No, I'm, that's why I was not against the whole Jason Aaron made She-Hulk look like a beastly monster. No, that plays into the character of the Hulk. I'm exactly. on board with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I so I looked into it. She wrote that one. She wrote they're saying she did Wonder Woman. I didn't even know she did Wonder Woman. Yes. But she's on Detective. Yeah. And the only other thing I know that she's done is this terrible YA star girl, Starfire novel. Now, oh, yeah. I'm basing this entirely on that image that is floating around. Mm-hmm. And maybe the book's incredible. Right. I, but the basic yeah. concepts of that book don't look interesting. No. At all. Now, it might not be for me. Yeah, it it's might not be marketed for, for you. goth girl who wants to, who has a similar thing. But it just seems like such a weird concept. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, and I, like I said, I might be wrong, and I'm not going to completely shit on the book. No. Ba- the, to- the book's out, we see how it is. But based on what we've seen, it's like, what is the niche on this? Yeah. Like, what well, are you catering to? For me, it's like, a, it will, Detective should be like the, a flagship Batman book, and instead it's more like a testing ground for who's going to take over for Batman, right? Because Snyder was on, was on it. Well, Tomasi should have been taken over by Bat- for Batman, but uh, he also should have been on Superman. But like, <laughs> but Tynan, Batman, Snyder, Batman, uh, the only one that didn't have to do an audition with Detective was King, because like, you know, Eisner's, uh, but uh, you know, he he he, uh, he found his way off the book anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it, so I, I don't know if they're, I mean, clearly because they're not giving Tamaki the main Batman book, they're like, okay, like, let's see what you can do. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do this. How many female just, authors I, I, have I ever written at, a Batman title? 
I looked at her list because there are writers out there that I'm like, well, how did you? The only book I've read from you is this one that I disliked. Right. How did you get this gig? And then I go, oh, no, they wrote this, 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 this was yeah. very, did very well. This did amazing. And you know what I mean? Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And I looked at her list and I'm like, shitty X23, She Hulk, that also got critically panned. Mm-hmm. I mean, bo- maybe because both of them did find their audiences. They both have an audience. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been shitting on that X23 and there are people, oh, no, I liked what they did. Oh. Okay, you you and your buddy. Yeah. Apparently, that was I'm, the. <laughs> I'm glad you both enjoyed it, but uh, it wasn't yeah. enough to save the book. It got canceled. Um, yeah, I. The thing is, for me, she. It's not. It's not a question of earning it because it's not like a medal or a or, you know or a job. No, but it's, I do. I do feel like Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are the flagship. Like the, that's the thing. The people on those titles, I expect to have some kind of a history yeah. that I can look to and be like, they earned the right to write some of the biggest characters in comic books. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. say the exact same thing for Spider Man on Avengers book. Like I would not expect Sal. You're they come to you and you're like, oh Sal, uh, you've written up one comic book. Do you want to take over on Amazing Spider-Man? Right. I'll take the job, but like I would be, it, it would be very irresponsible of them to do that. It's not that she's an event. She, she is, she is, she has done work. It's not out of left field for them to get her to do that title. For me, I think that like, if you are making those titles, I absolutely 100% agree with respect to if you're making an Avengers, like if you're making your, your triple A title, you have to have triple A talent on that title. Um, but maybe she submitted one hell of a high concept idea. And I, they were like, I'm interested right. to see, you know what with Batman and with experimenting on Batman, you know, Batman can be a lot of things. He can, he can dance the Watusi. He can, you know, be a vampire he can be 16 different <laughs> versions of the DC universe in all of these Darth, their death metal books. Like Batman can be anything. I doubt Tamaki is going to be the one to destroy Batman, but like, yeah. oh, I know I, I, for the record, if she, if this comes out and it's just, Oh no, this is a terrible book. 10 issues. She's gone. Yeah. She'll get her arc. Not, and not, I'm not worried. I am not worried in any way, shape or form. Even if this is the worst Batman story I have ever read, yep. or it's an entire 12 issue series where he's nothing but Bruce Wayne, like Telltale's <laughs> Batman and everyone went, Benny, why didn't you play Telltale's Batman? And I go, cause Bruce Wayne is fucking boring. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could be this whole thing about Bruce Wayne dealing with post-trauma. I mean, I'm not, he's just not going to ruin Batman. No. I mean, Tom King has been the most divisive Batman run I have seen in years. And years. they kept him on for four fucking years. He has 86 <laughs> issues. Like, you know, for, for him being the worst Batman like writer ever, like he, he got a, he got a big long run out of that. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and so even, I'm, not, I'm not worried. Even if I dislike her work, yeah. even if I dislike what she has done, and even if I am questioning if she earned Detective or not, right. I'm not worried she's going to ruin no. Batman. I'm not one of those guys. This is dead, Sal. No, no, no. But like, and my point is simply like, you know, uh, I, I don't even think it was a left field choice. I think it was more just like, well, if you're going to try something with detective and you're going to and you're going to give detective one of the first female authors of all time, like, go, go for it. Like, <laughs> whatever. And it, and it does. They do have Dan Moore on art. So I think they might be trying to float it with high art. So if, oh, the, yeah. so if she does get some backlash, because I mean, I mean, how even you, as much as you were against Tom King's run on Batman. You bought it for the art, didn't you? The, uh, I, I wanted to buy it for all of it, but like the art's great. Um, I had no complaints about the art for Tom King's run, and I will be the first to admit that there are some 
issues or two-parters that I really enjoyed from Tom King's run. Like, I loved the double date issues. Yeah, everyone loved, talks about the double date issues. Yeah, I like the <laughs> annual. I enjoyed the Mr. Freeze story arc. Uh, you know, there, there's some good stuff in there, even though I have, like, like really not enjoyed that run. Um, but, <laughs> but I still also appreciate I mean, the art. Tom King got on Batman for his Eisner wins, so... I mean, and and they and they always had good artists on Batman. It was never like this is weird. Like I have read some runs on Spider-Man and the Avengers, et cetera, et cetera, in two recent years, where I'm like, what are they doing? Like, yeah. like wh- wh- who did they like? Y- like, wh- you couldn't find anybody. Like, it's just re- it's very suspicious when like a really, really. Like un, when a, when a, when a, when an unknown that doesn't have an undisputedly excellent like track record, you know, like gets on a triple A title like that. Um, but I don't think so. Tamaki's one of those brings people. up that she did win two Eisners. Um, I am going to let you know she's I, she's not a terrible. I'm not I'm not saying she's like the world's worst writer ever because she's obviously gotten work. Yeah, it's the workload that she has under her belt is not like well, doesn't big... scream Batman, but that might be what they're looking well, exactly. for. I mean, I can yeah. I, very much DC is is very clearly going in a direction like oh yeah for yeah. as much as everyone wants to say that DC is directionless, which it ar- arguably constantly is. Uh, I would say that DC also is picking a direction and a focus and going in that direction. Whether I agree with it or not is not the co- to- the, the topic of discussion. Uh, but I will say that it it certainly seems to me that Tamaki fits the bill for the direction they want DC Comics yeah. to go in. And I, and I do also want to state, I'm not just bitching. I mean, I'm not a comic book writer, so... Yeah, I, right, it's a hard job. She's where done far more than I have already. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I she'll... put that note. I'm not that guy that's going to be like, oh, oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Get rid of her. Yeah, she has no. 200% more Eisners than I will ever win. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, but I will yeah. say, if you look in the back of this, it also features a Red Hood story, which I discovered on Twitter from Robbie Thompson talking about his suicide. Suicide Squad and his follow-on books. Uh, Chip Zdarsky is writing the Batman Red Hood story. Yes, there's going to be like a, I think it's a mini series where it's Batman and Red Hood like it's a Batman and Robin, but it's Batman and Red Hood and yeah. they fight Grifter. Is that the one where they fight Grifter? Yes, yes they fight Grifter. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with DC and their weird interest in just Grifter? Like, I get it. Jim Lee is, for now, at the top of his game over at DC as an executive for now and i because i really don't think he will be for long but uh you know there's too many shakeups going through if he survives these shakeups no offense to him i love the man's work i love what he has done new 52 rebirth all this stuff that he was headlining mm-hmm. but no dc's like coming through it like with just like a freaking machete yeah. so like and you're replaced replaced yeah, yeah. replaced replaced what makes me <laughs> sad is if he leaves he won't be able to take Wildstorm with him, you know. Like so, DC will yeah. still own all those all those Wildstorm characters. So he'll just be like, "Oh no, poor poor Jim Lee." By the way, uh, Tiffany suggested if he does leave DC, he should go to Blizzard. Mm. You know, he does like that stuff too, and he twitches and he plays WoW. It's like, dude, yeah. you get some you get some sweet ass Jim Lee art designs and, uh, and and his stamp approval. And I've always said this: if Jim Lee were to leave DC at any point in the next year. He would. He should draw the Hickman event that's coming. Oh yeah, it'd be like yeah. that. You wanna you wanna try and outsell the best selling X Men book of all time, which he drew. Make him draw that. <laughs> but I will say, going back to, between yeah. this topic in general, yeah, um, yeah, please. 
I, as much as I turn this into a 10 minute discussion of like, what has Mariko done? Not yeah. the intention. It's more no. the intention of she's the only one that I did recognize on that list. And I only recognized her for two series I didn't enjoy. Exactly. That was like, tank. I, you know, who who are these people that's t- that are taking over for DC's lineup? And yeah, like these are the people that DC's trusting with the DC lineup. And I don't. Where is Williamson? Where is King? Where is yeah. Snyder? Where you know? I, I honestly think they don't. Care. Stephanie Phillips. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I, I genuinely believe and, that DC. And there's a good chance, by the way. Oh, what's that? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say. I think DC is. I I think DC is not interested in the way. It has always done business. I think DC as a as like a I think AT&T Warners is interested in taking DC Comics and making it into like a and pushing it in the direction they want it to go in. And I, I think they're just like, well, these are the people we got and they fit the bill for the direction we want this company to go in. So I think it's the reason the reason why it's seemingly no logic to it is because it doesn't follow the comic book industry logic. This is this is what happens when you put like a person who like used to manage esports in charge of a comic book publisher. Like he's not going to run yeah. it that way. He's not going to get the talent you expect. He's going to get talent from elsewhere, which, by the way, is something I've always ar- like argued for. Like if you this want. Could be a, uh, yeah, this could be an amazing direction. <laughs> could entire. I doubt Wait, it. Dude, but maybe <laughs> stories we are not expecting. Oh, that, I guarantee that. And uh, <laughs> and I. Th- but I. I've always maintained like if you want to get like new blood, if you want to get new shakeups, you really want to change things. You have to get people from not the comic book industry. You got to go to Tumblr. Yeah. You got to go to Webtoons. You got to go elsewhere where there are talented people who tell stories and bring them in. So, okay, I'm going to go down these real quick yeah. um, just so we can move forward. But the people, so everyone's wondering, what did they talk about exactly? Post future state, they DC announced its lineup. Right. And most of the people on these books at the initial announcement didn't, were not recognizable. I names don't know who they are. <laughs> okay. And that doesn't mean that they're not good, that they haven't had good books. We just don't recognize them. There are so many writers in the comic book industry. You really only, I mean, for the, the general, com- we only really only know like five to 10 of them right. generally. Yeah. You only hear um, their names. Sad yeah. Because I, I don't normally start recognizing a writer until it's like four or five into their run that I'm like, oh, I know who these people are now. Right. You know? Yeah. So there's the Joker book by James Tynan. We know him. There you He's have like it. big guy right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, with art by Sam Johns, Gilliam March, and Mirka and Dofo. She's amazing. I love her work. Uh, I Where do you know her, her from? She, did, she <laughs> that, that furry book. <laughs> there you go. But I'm saying like, but it's, it's, oh, it's the name of it. Uh, it, unnatural. The art looked amazing on the first cover. Then I discovered it's all about anapomorphic animals. Yeah. But the first book was such an engrossing mystery yeah. that I read it and then they revealed the mystery and I'm like, Okay. Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Your mystery is not interesting, and I'm not really into the anthropomorphic animal thing. Yeah. So, so goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, then we got the Crime Syndicate book by Andy Schmidt and Karen McCowan. Oh, Andy! I don't Schmidt. know those names. Andy, Do you know him? Andy Schmidt was an editor at Marvel, so that's kind of cool. Andy Schmidt okay. is the reason Annihilation was a book. Oh, okay. Interesting. Right. He also was an editor for X-Men as well. Um, I don't know his writing, but I do know that he's passionate about space, <laughs> which is why um, he's on what? Swamp thing. We got a, uh, he's on Crime Syndicate. Six yeah, that, uh, okay, good luck. <laughs> we got Swamp Thing by Ram V and Mike Perkins. Makes sense. He he's he Ram V's doing the, the Just Like Dark book. Yeah, he's doing, which is his other. He's doing Justice League Dark, which is amazing. The direction he's taken from it. I'm liking it. Right. 
Uh, we got Wonder Woman by Becky Cloonan. I know Becky Cloonan. Hey, she's good. I like there her we stuff. go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and great this idea, Becky Cloonan. Oh, I got the latest one from IGN because they did follow up with a few more announcements. Oh, good, so. good, good. Okay. Uh, that was not in the initial announcement, though. Watch that. That like uh, otherwise, I would have been like Becky Cloonan. I know her. Uh, then we got the DC uh, uh, Teen Titans Academy, okay. which is going to do the fallout from Future State, the the fallout from the Rebirth, and bring in Red X. Okay, uh, but it's been it's by Tim Sheardon. I don't know who that is. And Rafa Sandova. I know Sandova. Or is it? Okay. Uh, yeah, Tim. Sh- what? Tim Sheardon. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Oh my god! Uh, we've got- yes, I do. It's is it Sheridan with an I? Yeah. Tim Sheridan wrote animated movies for Warner Brothers. Oh, so he wrote like Superman: Man of Tomorrow, that most recent Superman movie. He wrote the, okay. the other chapter of Reign of the Superman, not the Tomasi one. Uh, he wrote two Scooby Doo movies. Uh, he also okay, wrote- so he's in the WB Playhouse already. Yeah, and he wrote the Death and Return of Superman. Uh, we got New Green Lantern with Jeffrey Thorne and Tom Rainey. I don't know them either. I know Tom Rainey's art. He's he's a veteran. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, the art looks great. I'm interested in what they're going to do with Green Lantern because not to shit on Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp's run, no. the art's been amazing. The overall story hasn't been terrible, but it's so separated from everything. Right, which of course it would be. To the point he- where a death metal house shows up and he's like, what the hell's been going on? <laughs> 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 I'm I'm shocked they even they even tried to acknowledge that like that it's in the same continuity like that's how I, I love how he shows up and he's like oh by the way Sinestro you want a ring <laughs> yeah right <laughs> bizarre and so you know he's not showing up in the main book I don't know what's going on with that <laughs> anyway 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 moving on uh, we got Suicide Squad by Robbie Thompson. Uh, I know him from I... Spider Man Deadpool but he's been around a while so yes. you can easily find things he's been on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Detective with Mariko Tama- uh, Tamaki and Dan Mora. That's the that's, uh, that's Future State, isn't it? No, she. Well, it says Detective, so I think she's doing the Future State one and then going on to Detective according to this. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, <clears throat> cool, cool. Um, and then Batman Superman by Jean Lun Yang, and I know I butchered that name, but Ivan Reese. I have not seen it a comic in forever. Yeah, no, and that's that's too bad because Ivan Reese does a great job. Uh, yeah, Jean Luen Yang is great, and that's how you say it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, close enough, uh, you know. But he's uh, closer than me, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um, but yeah, man, no. Uh, I like that writer. Um, so I'm excited. They did the. I think he created the Superman, like the Chinese Superman, Ken Kong. That would make sense. Ken Kong is great. I loved that book. Yeah, I really wish they kept it around. It was such a unique idea on the Superman mythos, right? And to put it into a Chinese world was just amazing. Yeah, the um, Harley Quinn by Stephanie Phillips and Riley Rosmo. Ooh, I don't. I so don't yeah, Stephanie Phillips. I know that name. I don't I, know I, that name. I like Riley Rosmo's art, so that sounds great. And then Batman by James Tynion and uh, Jorge Jimenez. Okay, good. So, Keep- if it ain't broke. I will say, uh, after looking through some of these, it's not as bad as I thought with my initial take last week. Uh huh. But it did take us doing some research to figure out these people. So, yes, I guess it. I guess I. I will go back and what I said. It seems like it's closer to what you said. Try outside talent. Yes, that's what it seems like they're doing. Okay, according to uh, Comic Vine, uh, Stephanie Phillips has written uh, for AfterShock, uh, Dark Horse. Um, ah, uh, she did a story in the uh, directed to digital Superman Man of Tomorrow issue. Um, 
for DC, she did Cybernetic Summer. I've never read this person's work in my entire life. <laughs> but just like Mariko, she's got a list of things that we just don't know about. Yep. Yes, but she has credit. Like she has written sixteen stories in Superman. She is. She wrote Postal. She wrote uh, Devil Within for. Um, oh God, is that what I think it is? That's uh, that's true. Black, Black Mask. Chat brings up a really good point. Yeah. So Future State was their tryouts. We haven't read those stories yet. No. But like Mariko Tamaki. Okay, let's just go back to her because sure. I, I pretty much shit on her for the first 10 minutes right, of the podcast. This is, this, is the more, this is the episode about her, yeah. But if she, if her Dark Detective four-issue miniseries is amazing... Right. Then you're going to want her on Batman, right? Like, right, that wouldn't make sense. But since we haven't seen it, how can I judge her work on Batman when we haven't seen her Batman? Right. Well, I, you you... I mean, like, literally... When they announced Tom King on Batman, I was like, holy crap, I'm in. I'm on record being like, yes, can't wait. And then being I like, I was oh, on no. record going, no, it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no, he's he's awful at this. Uh, but yeah, I was so on board for that. Uh, so it could be one way or the other. I, I don't want like, but but I would say, you know, you would take what you've read of theirs and then assume that they're going to bring yeah. that level of talent. And if you don't like their work, you're probably not going to like their Batman, but I would still give it a shot because if you were going to read detective anyway, might as well, might as well check it out. No, I did say Tom King's Batman was great at the beginning before it came out. I said, that's going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said it was going to be great. I couldn't wait. Yeah. Issue oh, well. one, though, I was like, I'm on board. This is fun. Anyway, yeah. um, all right, so we're going to next topic. Joker's ongoing series. How do you feel about him getting an ongoing series? I don't like this, I but hope, it does I, sound desperate to me. I that's hate it. That's we started talking. We got to finish that. Yeah, it's money. I, I think it's just they're doing it because, like, yeah, Joker made a billion dollars or whatever. Like, it's it it's a franchise. Joker's a franchise. He's the biggest Batman villain. He's a character on his own right. People have Joker tattoos, irrespective of Batman. It makes sense to make... To, if you're doing it just to make some extra money, it makes yeah. absolute sense. Is it a terrible idea? I think so, but only because it's it waters down the Joker brand and it makes Joker even more oversaturated. It's like we were all talking about how like, oh, my God, Joker War and Three Jokers. We've had enough of Joker. And they're like, how about this? A monthly ongoing Joker series. Like it's <laughs> literally the exact opposite of what I asked for. I said, please <laughs> rein in the Joker. You were like, how about more Joker than there's ever been? Um, so yeah, I, I, I hate it as well. I, I think it's a terrible idea, but only they could do it right. I know they're not going to. Yeah. No. The only reason, only way I can see them doing this right. Yeah. Uh, but they're not going to do this. <laughs> they did it like the GCPD comic they had a while ago. Right. Where Joker's not really in it. Right. It's about Joker's henchmen and what it's like to work for. It, it would have to be like that Joker book by Brian Azzarello. <laughs> yes. That could be good. Yes. Where Joker is the title character, but he's barely in it because it's about everyone's reactions to the Joker. Right. That would be fun. Yeah. I would like that as an ongoing. Denny O'Neill did a Joker series, or at least he wrote the first issue in like the 70s, maybe early 80s. I don't remember, but like there was a Joker series. And it was just like about Joker and how he interacted with like Batman's rogues and he went on his own adventure. Like it was just it was just Joker. There's like no Batman in it. And it's really, you know, it's what you'd expect. <laughs> right, right. Um, It's like um, I remember there was a I remember there was a series called Marvel Team Up. But there was a sister series called Marvel Supervillain Team Up where like 
the supervillains would team up. Literally it. And I had like two issues where like Doctor Doom teamed up with Red Skull. It's it's hilarious, it's terrible, but like <laughs> like I have no interest in this. If right. if I want to pick something even newer, which is still super old, when I was reading Gen 13, they spawned another Gen 13 team of bad guys called DV8, and they got their own book, and it was nightmarish and horrible, and I loathed every <laughs> minute that I read that book. Uh, I, I don't like books about villains because I don't think villains are protagonists. So no, and that, the, what normally ends up happening with a villain book is they get turned into a anti-hero kind of a thing, especially in I comics. Mean, look at, like, look at Deadpool. Right. Deadpool actually started as a true villain mercenary, yep. and then he got his own solo book because people liked him, and he started turning into an anti-hero yep. until he was an anti-hero, and now he's just a hero. Yeah, he's straight. Like, he's an Avenger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but Deadpool is he a great example. Captain America. He, he has Captain America's trust. <laughs> you know, no. Suicide it, Squad, I give you one page. I, I will say Suicide Squad and even the Thunderbolts because they're both the same thing. Yeah. The story is about them being villains. Mm-hmm. It has, like, and I, it has I a logical conclusion like, to it. Like, other than the one thing that Tom Taylor did with Deadshot, making him an actual kind of good guy. Right. I overall don't like it when they, like, whenever the Suicide Squad's like, all right, so everyone's a villain. Deadshot and Harley Quinn are kind of good. <laughs> like, yeah. No, no, they're all villains. No, no, they're in jail. <laughs> These people have bombs in their skulls, and it's not because they're good guys. It's not because they yeah, paid their exactly. taxes. Like, yeah, no. I, I, I'm, I am in no way interested in a Joker book, and I saw the pilot for it in that issue. Remember the issue that like that that had Gillum March's art, I think, and it was by James Town the Fourth, where Joker goes to Arkham. In Joker yeah. War, and he like gives Bane his mask back. I I don't want to read that. What what if it's a bunch of one off side stories like that? I this s- is Joker making good with Bane. This is Joker figuring out how the fish smile works. I this is <laughs> zero interest in that idea. <laughs> but like I don't, you know, like I was, I'm I'm very selective when it comes to even like wanting to see Joker fight Batman. You know, I'm like. All right. Like, do you have a really good idea? Is it is it going to be the same idea as the last ten ideas, though? You know, like. Well, the the only way I can see them making this work mm-hmm. at all. I mean, they're doing it, so I hope right. they do it. It's going to happen. Do it like when they did the de- uh, Deathstroke book, and he was still a villain, right? And the whole book was him prepping to fight superheroes, right? And then he would fight the superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be a bad guy then. But you'd yeah, kind of like they kept Deathstroke always stayed a bad guy whenever he gets his own book. It's no, he's he's a fucking villain. Oh, geez, I didn't mean to swear, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Deathstroke no, is right. ready to murder people. Deathstroke is ready to go train. Deathstroke is like, I got the God Killer. Where's Wonder Woman? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. He's a bad guy, or at least yeah. yeah, like that's how he's treated. Yeah, I I think that's where he should. I think that's where. It, joker should be don't make joker into protagonist no but i barely liked i, I didn't like azarello's joker book and it's yeah. not really about him like joker I liked that joker is a bad guy like joker is not the protagonist of that book he's the driving force behind that book which is at least right. consistent that's actually one of my all-time favorite comics dude <laughs> <laughs> i did not like i'm it. not even joking I, I think it's I think it's super dark, but like i get it that's why i like it right. <laughs> but yeah no I, I i no i don't want a joker book Another one. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to our next topic then. Um, they're going to have a giant size Captain America issue to celebrate Captain America and Marvel. Um, <laughs> Good for him. I, two seconds. Just comment on this. 
Has anyone started caring about Captain America? Not not for a long time. Uh, I, I, it's Even funny. with his movies, no one seems to give a crap about Captain America. You know, it's weird because like Marvel had a golden opportunity, and they did have, and they, I think they exploited it for all it was worth for a time, where uh, you know you had you had Brew Baker's Cap, which was undisputedly excellent, and it like put Cap on the map again as far as like readers who would not normally buy Captain America. The movies only cemented Captain America's like fixture as a, as a comic book character you could read about. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that series and I really enjoyed Captain America reborn afterwards. I think secret empire killed Captain America as like a popular comic book brand because it introduced a level of toxicity into the fandom that like that reached critical mass and the audience that was interested slash willing to read a captain america book just stopped just, they just reached fatigue level I, I will say that started when they made him old yes and it wasn't an immediate fix yes and, and that led into hydra cap which i think cemented like you said it cemented it yeah I, it's almost what i feel like with the captain marvel book mm-hmm. like captain marvel book has some good stories like they, when she killed the avengers and she did some crazy stuff she had her ptsd which i think is probably one of the best stories of handling that yes in a comic book and things like that right um but from but, but by and large no, like, no matter what they no matter what they do in captain marvel there is people that are like no yeah screw brie larson she, she's not writing comics guys yet <laughs> she's in two movies <laughs> uh the other thing about Captain Marvel, I think Captain Marvel's a, a bigger problem where like Marvel just dropped the ball for a, for too long. If you want to manufacture your own Wonder Woman using a yeah. pre-established character, you better have a damn good roadmap and you do not want to screw it up the way that Marvel oh. constantly did. You know, like when Civil they pitched War Civil War II, <laughs> when they pitched Civil War II and they were like, oh, uh, she's going to be the Tony Stark character. It's like, uh, no. Like, you know what would have made far more sense? I- I'm going to fix Civil, Civil War, War II, two. Mm-hmm. in two words, or three words. Yeah. Four words. Five words. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the protagonist is War Machine. There you go. It would have made 100% sense. He's the military, so you get the same angle she had. Yep. It would have actually made more of a conflict for Tony. Yep. It, like, instead of Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's his best friend. It would have... It would have heightened War Machine up far further. Yep. You could have put Captain Marvel on the side of good, yep. really made her stream as a good guy. Yeah. And even that that blow that put him in a coma, if War Machine did it, yeah. holy crap, yeah. with Tony's armor? Right? That would have been great. Or Riri's armor. Maybe Tony and Riri, or, uh, you know, uh, Rhodey gets Riri in on his team to like. To- I, that would that would be a good angle to put in, just like how Kamala had to be decided. You could have had Riri siding with Tony. Yeah. I mean, uh, War Machine. Yeah. I that's way better. It, it would, I think it would have been a ten times better story if Civil War in the name would have made sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would have been really cool. Instead, they like they ruined Captain Marvel, and that's what's f- so funny is like they were already working on trying to make Carol a brand, and then they made her the villain of this massive event. That sucks, by the way. Like, and everyone keeps not good. Yeah. And I remember people were like, "Oh, it's never going to work because she was a villain in Captain in Civil War Two. And I'm like, "You were complaining before Civil War Two was even made. Like, you were gonna, <laughs> like you're just you're just happy they gave you a concrete example of why she like is unsympathetic. And it's like she's only unsympathetic because Bendis didn't want to write that book in the first place. You know, like that sucks. Uh, but Captain America, like. Everyone is like raving or had been raving about about Coates's run on Cap, but like I'm all I hear in equal volumes 
that it's super boring. And it I'm is. like, you can't make a Captain America book super boring. And I remember the problem I think with Captain America, we're also in a very political climate right now yeah. where everyone's like Republican, Democrat, everyone's evil, everyone's, everyone's a Nazi, mm-hmm. everyone's an SJW, this super division across the board. Yep. And then you got a comic book about a guy that's like, stand with America. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which, which one, Cap? Now that being, <laughs> that being said, I mean, like Wade's Wade and Samney's Cap series right after Secret Empire was exactly what that book needed, but it needed to like not stop. <laughs> like that's what they needed to do with Cap because Cap could sell, and he did for a good long time, consistently even before Brubaker came along. So like, I feel like Cap should be celebrated, and I feel like especially in a time right now where America is like super divided, we could use Captain America's guidance right now. Uh, I haven't read the Donny, uh, the Kona, coach run. Yeah. Tana coats. Yeah. rat. Derek states, I'm 25 issues into the coach run and I'm still waiting for, uh, still waiting for it to be a Captain America book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm not buying it then. Like I'm not reading yeah. your not Captain America book. Now that being said, also uh, Sam Wilson, good cap. The idea direction that's what it needed so it's like that's okay too but you know you i gotta... liked i liked i liked sam wilson's cap book yeah i when did we had old man cap and he was doing his thing and he was dealing with all the stuff that comes out of being a black american on top of being captain america yeah like that i, I actually liked that angle with it because it was he's trying to be cap yes but he's not the same cap. He can't do it. And I loved that story. They needed to get rid of him. Like the problem is that, you know, they clearly, you know, it was part of the whole plan and, you know, you needed Steve to be old, but like they needed to, to Dick Grayson, Batman, Captain America, where like Steve leaves or dies. Oh, like yeah. Steve needed to not That's be like, around. You just, you just get rid of him. I was like, yeah, Sam Wilson was a great cap. Like, they needed to get rid of him. Yeah, no, they needed to get rid of <laughs> Steve while Sam was cap. Like that's yes. what they needed. To yeah, because Steve was still there, which I think caused a lot of the problem because he was living up to the man who was literally he was literally in a shadow. And, and <laughs> so was Bucky. Like Winter Soldier was cap before that, and generated fans of Bucky as cap. So like you kind of screwed yourselves by the time Sam finally filled the filled the role which is great in the MCU now because like it just jumps from Steve to Sam Bucky's like I killed innocent people I should not be Captain America like I was a gun no. for hire and I was a brainwashed <laughs> murderer don't make me Captain America I, I don't want to do that and it's like and you talk about how like what the response is from America being like oh this this black guy is Captain America now I don't know how I feel about that. Like, that's a really interesting, juicy conversation and a really good story. Go with it. The comics, yep. it was a little more dicey because it's like, Steve, they thought he died. Bucky became Cap. Then Bucky stopped being Cap. Then Cap became Cap. Then Cap got old. And then and then he's Cap. Like, no. Like, it's too mucky. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's too, it's too murky. Get it out of here. Yep. But yeah, I, I, but good for Cap. I might check out this book. I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't either. All right, let's move on to the big topic. This gives us uh, about 30 minutes to go through all the shows. Here we go. For example, all the shows, all the movies, everything. But before that, Sal, yes. Google spoiled Doctor Strange. What, the, what, what Doctor Strange? Okay, so Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yes. Apparently, Google spoiled the cast. <laughs> Did they really? Uh, yeah, it's, I, got, I got an article that apparently just came out about it. Uh, it was on oh November 10th. How did we miss this? I don't know. 
I'm gonna. I'll just say what this says, and then we'll probably ignore it because it's so old. Yeah. Uh, it was recommended. I pulled up an article with all the shows, and this was recommended. And so I was like, oh, it's new. Yeah. Uh, no, it says that Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Ryan Reynolds are going to be in it. Oh but yeah. Maybe. That's less of a spoiler now. Now that we know what's going on with Spider-Man leaks. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So we have to bat- we have to apologize for stating that we think it's all bullshit from from a couple weeks ago. The Spider-Man leaks. Yeah. Apparently they're apparently they're just bringing everyone in. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's getting to infinite crisis levels of CW. Yeah, laughable bad. Like they're like, oh, we got to America. we got we got this this I Doc Ock. We got this guy. This guy. I'm like, you're yeah. all gonna be there for thirty seconds. Exactly. We're maybe Char- <laughs> maybe Charlie Cox, Daredevil too. Like, what? Are they just gonna be standing as like a portal passes over them? What I, are you doing? I mean, probably. <laughs> I hope not though. Like. If you're gonna, yeah, I heard that they're also bringing in Green Goblin and Sandman. Like, I just heard that no, too. You don't have to, you. This is either gonna be the worst movie ever, or it's gonna be Endgame level of. Uh, we there's no plot. Yeah, it's just people showing up. Yep, <laughs> it's just it's Spider-Man Endgame. No one wants that, and by that I mean I, a lot of people want that. I like it. Well, I will say I was like the idea of the three Spider-Men coming together. I think that's a cool idea. I, I do. I don't, but I hear you. I I'm wrong. It, 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 if they bring in a villain for each of them, mm-hmm. so let's say Jamie Foxx Electro, he's Garfield. Yep, Doc yep. Ock. Mm-hmm. And, and then we bring in uh, Toby Maguire. I mean, that's we, we get a Tom Holland one. He doesn't really have any kind of. Well, a, create one. Make get a new yeah, one. Make, his new villain. His new villain brings in the other two. Yep. Or Venom. Whatever. Well, Venom's his own character. But like, bring in Craven or bring in Scorpion. We had Scorpion cast already. You know, bring in another villain, a new villain we haven't oh. seen on screen before, please. But what I'm saying is like that could be a fun movie. But now they're like, and this person, and this person, and then isn't the movie still going to be like an hour and a half, two hours? Like you're not doing a three hour epic here. Did you? Did is it written? Like, or are you just <laughs> saying what you want in the movie and hoping someone will make it make sense for you? <laughs> yeah, it's not even written. They're just, there's. We'll find. We're just hiring that's people. Right that's now. how it sounds. Like it's just like, yeah, Andrew Garfield and Toby and Sandman. Like all the villains from all the movies that are still alive are going to be in this movie. Like. What? But what why? I'm hoping is is that it's mostly just the three Spider-Men, and then all the villains just are the cameo characters. Mm. They come in for like a punch or two or something. Well, because here's the thing: if you get you get Doc Ock and Electro, and then you add him with Vulture and Mysterio, you got four out of six Infinity uh, uh, Sinister Six members, right? Like you could have. The Sinister Six be a multiverse team of bad guys. Like you introduce two more villains and you've got yourself a Sinister Six and that all the Spider-Men have to fight them or something. I don't know. I or That's, a, that's not a terrible idea. I or, like or, that or idea. Just Tom has to fight them and then at the end he's going to lose but then the two other Spider-Men show up. But they, they will have to have a core protagonist and antagonist. Yes. If you try to give everyone equal screen time, that will be a terrible movie. Yes. So here's what you do. <laughs> You the introduce- Spider-Man equal screen time and then a villain. Yeah. And Tom Holland still takes more. Uh, Mysterio wasn't lying when he talked about the multiverse. He really is from he he really does know how to tap into it. So Mysterio goes and he grabs like all these different characters from throughout to, to get a team to kill Spider-Man. And then yeah. they all team up to kill Spider-Man. We create a new Sinister Six. Maybe it gets Morbius too, because because I because life isn't fair. And so then they <laughs> fu- and, and they go to kill uh Tom Holland, and then it turns and then you know uh, Doctor Strange goes in the multiverse and he's like, I'm not going to punch Morbius. That's stupid. But I will get to, you know, random old Spider-Man to help uh, fight these these (laughs) bad guys. You know, like 
Because I'd be okay with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I... I don't know. Uh, Our chat is asking if we think that this was all originally planned or reaction. I do no. not think that this was planned this not way initially. I do not think it's a reaction to DC. I think the losing Spider-Man and then the success of Into the Spider-Verse, which is what partially caused disputes over what to do with Spider-Man because Sony was like, we got into the Spider-Verse and it succeeded. Yes. What are you going to do, Marvel? And then Marvel being like, well, we don't need Spider-Man. And then going, oh, wait, we need Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was, I think it's Sony being like, but the movie with all the Spider-Man made a billion dollars. Well, it didn't make a billion dollars, but it was like the movie with all the Spider-Man movies with all the Spider-Man characters got an Oscar. Yeah. And that's like one more Oscar than the MCU has. So, you know, maybe we should be doing this. Exactly. I think it's a gut reaction to into the Spider-Verse yes. and the, I, and I think it's also Marvel, a Disney on board with it because they're like, okay, we need a reason if, if Tom Holland leaves, I hope he doesn't. Officially, like, I agree, but if he does leave officially, finally, mm-hmm. I feel like they need a, they, they want an out. Yeah, and I think they're 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 already leaning into the multiverse with Doctor Strange. Right. So I feel though I feel like their answer was okay. So do you really want to do a uh, live action into the Spider Verse? Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Tie in Doctor Strange, and then if anything goes wrong again, right, we have an easy out. Because right now, if Spider Man left the MCU. Yeah, it would make no sense. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, he would literally just vanish, and there would be no reason behind it. I, I really do genuinely feel like there's no reason to even explain it or argue. Like, just don't. Like, why isn't Spider-Man in Guardians of the Galaxy three? Because he would never be in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Why isn't Spider-Man an Avenger? Because he's not an Avenger. Like, why isn't he in Captain Marvel two? Because he doesn't know Cap. You know, because he met her one time. Like, wh- like, why isn't he? In- why aren't we making more Spider-Man movies? Why isn't? Why aren't they in his movies? Because they don't know him and they don't owe him any favors. Like, that's why. Like, just. Like like in every Spider-Man comic but, for like 70 years, it's why those characters don't pop up because Spider-Man does but, Spider-Man stuff by himself. The only reason I'll disagree with you on that is Kevin Feige has done an amazing job. Yes. One of the big things I love about the MCU is keeping everything tied together. Yes. They reference each other. They acknowledge each other. They talk about each other. And they, they are even bringing back the terrible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. I know. (laughs) I call it terrible. I actually really enjoy it, but it's, it it is one of the worst performing movies in the MCU. Yeah. And they are bringing that back. They brought it back already. General Ross. He's been in two more movies. They're bringing back abomination. Yes. What I'm saying is one thing I appreciate about them is I think they don't want it to turn into a comic book mess right. where there is no answers to half of the things. I but think Kevin Feige's like, no, yeah. I want everything to be explainable somehow. Right. Well, then the the deal, then make a good deal. Make a real deal that isn't like that a character literally goes through a portal and disappears because that's <laughs> that's really dumb. Oh, it is dumb because I've heard is, so it, many. It, and by the way, the audience will buy it. What sucks is that it, these are all horrible ideas and the audience likes all of them. Like, people were literally <laughs> telling me, like, oh, man, so maybe Spider-Man 3 will end where uh, he walks through a portal and he ends up in the Venomverse. And I'm like, first of all, why is Venomverse a thing? Secondly, like, <laughs> no, he's not just going to go through a portal and be like, bye, world I knew, I'm going to live over here. Like, that's not a thing anywhere oh, oh, for anyone. Do- why are we using poisons against Null? Right. No, he is Venomverse. 
poisons, no, the poison symbiote things that were multiversal and going through the multiverse and killing symbiotes. Yeah. Go get them. Bring right. them to fight Null. King of Black is dead. <laughs> that's true. I'm sure Kate's has thought of that. I'm sure that's probably of the linchpin. <laughs> They're going to get the poisons. Why not? <laughs> he, he, he did his homework, kind of. But yeah, I, I, I uh, so Doctor Strange, uh, everyone's in it. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about King and Black and Endless Winter at the end of this. I'm going to move through the oh, shows because yeah, yeah. I know you guys want to know about the shows. More importantly, yes. uh, let's start at the top. I don't think we're going to have that much to say about them, but hey, I want to give us 30 minutes just in case. Totally. Uh, One Division final trailer looks. Um, we're going to do Marvel first. We'll go down the list here. Yep. So One Division was announced. It's officially coming out in January 2021. I yep. I was looking into it before the show. Uh, looks amazing. I'm excited for the direction they're taking with that. I like the idea of taking our favorite superheroes and doing something different. Same. Not just doing the MCU thing. Yep. Natalie loves the Mandalorian. She couldn't even be bothered to watch the last Star Wars movie. She's just <laughs> she's so tired of the formulaic stuff that the blockbusters are doing. Yep. But she's willing to watch the spin-off of weird shit like Mandalorian. Um so I'm all on board with this because it's going to get more people back into the MCU. Yep. Because as big as the MCU is, it has definitely lost people over the years by being formulaic. Sure. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier looks like an amazing buddy cop. Can't wait. I love the way that looks. Yeah, I can't Agreed. wait for that one. Yep. Not much more to say. Loki I was surprised by. Same. Because it's like, oh, oh, I thought this was a terrible idea. This looks amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Genuinely, like it. <laughs> Tiffany pointed this out when we talked about it, like the Loki logo. When they uh, when they showed you the logo, it was dumb. When they showed you the logo moving, I was like, oh. Yeah. And that's what Loki the show is. It's literally like, Loki is a show? Mm, I guess that's cool. Loki the show trailer? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. It looks dark, m- weird, moving. It's going to dive into Loki's lore. I loved it. Can't wait. Um, looks great the what if animated show honestly i could care less i'm excited and are you i am excited for for one thing uh i love the idea of like they're of them doing like a star and uh, uh star girl and stripe kind of thing with captain britain and steve rogers in a mech suit uh i love yeah. i love star lord black panther and more importantly i love jeffrey wright as the voice of Uatu. it means Uatu is an mcu character yay i want to see Uatu again in like give me more Uatu. hooray i'm i'm in i'm, I'm on board also I'm surprised cool. you can pronounce it <laughs> um Miss Marvel uh, officially as a show. I'm excited because I pretty much love generally everything they've done with her. The only right. stuff I didn't like is at the end of G Willow Wilson's run. She made it very political for like 10 issues and then left the book. Right. So <laughs> outside of that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've loved almost everything. Miss Marvel's been in. She was great in the Avengers game. I'm loving to see that. Yes. Uh, uh, you have anything to add to Miss Marvel? No, I haven't seen it. We've seen like maybe like two collective seconds of footage. Thanks to that teaser. Yeah. I know nothing about it besides like what it is promising to be. So I'm sure, you know, I'll check it out later. Um, Hawkeye, Jeremy, Jeremy Rayner training up Hallie Steinfeld. Uh, that, that come on, that's going to be fun. That's going to be great. That, that's going to be awesome. I, your yay made me be like, Oh, he doesn't want this. No, I want this. I want to no, see. No, I do. I really that. want that. I, I love <laughs> Haley Steinfeld. She is in, she is a wonderful actor. I I'm so excited to see Kate Bishop on screen. Uh, yeah. yay. She's amazing in the game, by the way. Her story is amazing. Oh, sweet. She I, came, yeah, yeah she I've, not, I've not seen any more Avengers um, in the game. 
They're doing the She-Hulk show, which is going to have Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth, which I'm on board with. Same. Uh, I like the character She-Hulk. A lot of times found her more interesting than Hulk, although I will say Immortal Hulk has totally just eradicated that. That is so interesting. Totally. Um, But She-Hulk was always, I find a little bit more, because Hulk always fell into the same story arcs. Yep. And outside of Planet Hulk and World War Hulk and Red Hulk, those are the only stories in his like 60 year existence. Yep. That you could be like, oh, that was a great Hulk story. Yeah. And now we have Immortal Hulk, but. Right. Right. Uh, uh, Moon Knight is getting it. Oh, go ahead. No, they're just that. Just yay. Okay. I look forward to it. Moon Knight. Um, Moon Knight. I. It's gonna be fun. That's all I can say. I hope it I, is. I want to see Moon Knight on screen. Like I love Moon Knight's costume and uh, that. I and just. I, yeah. I just hope he doesn't turn into Batman. I hope this is not Disney going. We, we got a Batman. Batman. Everyone says that he's Marvel's Batman. Let's just lean into it. (laughs) I'm excited because here's the thing that I'm hopeful for with respect to Moon Knight. This is going to be the MCU's first foray into a street level superhero. Um, And I'm excited because like we'll see with Moon Knight if they can pull off Daredevil and Luke Cage and Punisher and like everyone else. Um, So, you know, Moon Knight's going to be the template for that. We'll see. All right, I'm going to skip over the next two and then just go right to this one. We'll come back. Uh, Ironheart. The only comment I really have on this is Ironheart, in my opinion, there's got to be people who love her, otherwise she wouldn't be around. She's never really done anything interesting. Like, she's just... And I now now I understand why they haven't ended a comic in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they told you like, yeah, we're making an Ironheart show. I'm I'm shocked there's an Ironheart show this soon, um, or at the very least, I'm shocked that like they announced it because like I think they have a they have an actor who's playing her, and that's like it. Um, so yeah. like we probably won't see the show for another two and a half years. Um, <laughs> but all right, good for you. Knock yourselves out. Uh, Riri does not interest me as a character like at all. So I've I've never found her interesting, and the only things they've ever done with her is basically be like, no, 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 she's Iron Man. Yeah, no, I got which it. Even they admitted against. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I'm just not interested. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so now the two that I know you do probably want to talk about: Secret Invasion as a show. I'm just like, what? Like, what are you even gonna <laughs> do? Like, what is? Wasn't this? that supposed to, like that was the theory that that was gonna be Phase Five? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And instead, it's just a show with Nick Fury and uh, and, and and director Krennic. That's it. Like I'm like, me? I don't know what they're gonna do with it. I think it'll be fun because they. I mean, it's Samuel Jackson. I you know, but yep. as a show, not like the phase. The same. I was like, what? <laughs> so that'll be neat. I guess I, I'm 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 really holding out like for info about this. Like, what is this even gonna be? Um, but yeah. it sounds fun. Like, I mean, like, it's cool that they're going to do that. Um, and then we have the Iron Wars show, which is going to be Don Cheadle's War Machine, which I think is actually a cool idea. Give him a War Machine show and him tracking down the stuff. Now, I will say they better get Robert Dutta Jr. as a cameo. <laughs> I mean, like how he's dead. Flashbacks. Right. Uh, or a blue smurf AI. Right. <laughs> oh uh, hey what's going on don Cheadle? i mean whatever <laughs> yeah. i'm excited uh armor wars is a is a really cool comic it, i i was definitely um hoping for armor wars before what happened in endgame for it to be iron man 4 um it could have easily been uh if they don't put justin hammer in this show they are cowards uh, Justin Hammer has to be the main bad guy of Armor Wars. Um, oh, yeah. He's not in Armor Wars, the comic, but he should have been. Uh, so just do that. 
Um, I'm I'm on board. Sounds great. Yay. Um, the Phase Five movies are, are also announced, and I can't find. Like, everyone's so interested in these Disney Plus shows. I can't find the official. There was nothing surprising in the movie listing. Though, I don't think was there. We, like, we've talked about all of them. Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, yeah. But that was more like. We're doing it. That's, that's, all I want. <laughs> that's literally, and we have a logo, but that's it. Yep. We have a logo. We're yeah. doing it. That's it. We're doing it. It's coming. Yeah. I mean, yay, uh, good. They, I can't wait. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, and I'm hoping they'll use that to bridge the X-Men and everything in. Um, Ant-Man and Wasp and Con- Quantumania. Quantumania. Another way. Yeah. Uh, with Kang. Yeah, with Kang, which I'm, although uh, it's another thing where I'm like, I thought that was going to be the phase five baddie. He might, <laughs> he might still be. They just introduced I him guess. in Ant-Man. That'd be fun. I'm okay with that. Yeah, maybe. Yay, Kang. Yeah, but there was no surprises. I was no. thinking today, wouldn't X-Men and Krakoa be the perfect way to bring in the X-Men? Mm, using If you go... If you go MCU, we've had an island the whole time right. and we've been shielding ourselves. <laughs> I, I don't want Krakoa to be introduced this this early, if ever, uh, in the movies. The best excuse ever. Sure. We literally live on an island and I've been blocking your vision of it. Right. I mean, they you did the same what? thing. They did the same thing with Wakanda. So there's no reason yeah. not to do that. <laughs> and, it, and like we were all trying to come up with these like convoluted reasons to bring in the X-Men. And I'm like. What if we you just... literally just have to go. We have an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, Flashball says that we have no surprise that we predicted. No, the shows. No, I did not predict the shows, but the, the movies, there's no new movies announced. No. Other than Fantastic Four. No. Those are all, the, the, all of those were already announced as far as they got named a few of them, like Am and a Wasp. It got the name Quantum Vision. Right. Quantum Mania. Like Quantum Mania. But none of those were new other than Fantastic Four. Even Blade was hinted at last time. Yeah. That, I think that was the other big movie announcement. Like, oh, Blade, we're still working on it. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes and we're going to put out Eternals, which is like, why? Yeah. But okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, But all, all of that was announced in the last thing before COVID hit. Yes. Like, that was... The movie slate hasn't changed is what I'm saying. Yes. So. Yes, that's true. And I, and I feel like... Um, the other thing that was interesting, at least with Ant-Man and the Wasp, was like the question of whether there was going to be another Ant-Man movie was in question. And so yes. like we kind of got that confirmation, like, no, we are going to make an Ant-Man movie. And I'm like, oh, good. Yay. And I like this one. Mopey's like, Bale confirmed his gory. I, I think I'm not. And you're right. I don't think I'm the only one. I think that was a rumor from like a year and a half ago. I mean, like Christian Bale was coming on board. And well, when they was like, said and Thor. we knew Bale was in it. So it was just a question of which bad guy oh. he was going to be. The original, the original rumor was that he was going to be Beta Ray Bill. Yes, which that was it. That was the would have been cool, but I'm sure he's like only wanted to do one movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, right. let's go over to the Lucasfilm stuff real quick. Yes. Uh, so if you haven't been keeping up with Mandalorian, some of these r- reveals are slight spoilers, but Ahsoka is going to get a spinoff show explaining how she got to where she is in Mandalorian. Okay. I'm on board. I like Rosario Darson. Darson. Yeah. Dawson is going to be great. I like her too. Um, I don't care about I like Ahsoka. A, I, like Ahsoka. Whatever. I care about Ahsoka. Screw you. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't watch those cartoons. I don't know. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic is going to be another spinoff. Uh, the yep. theory is that it's going to follow those Republic guys out in the outer limits that we were, that we've seen a few times. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Andor 
a Rogue One spinoff. Yes. I kind of honestly don't care. I couldn't but... care less. Oh, look at this Dude. dead guy walking. Sweet. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's kind of like with Rogue One. You're like, this movie's cool. Don't they all die? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I do like Rogue One. Like having rewatched it, I was like, no, I still kind of really like this. It's like a direction. It's got obvious stuff. Like it, yeah. like it's, it's, oh, it's saying something. I think, I think Rogue One's the best thing that came out of the sequel trilogy because it's not in that, but right. Yeah. Funny side note, if you go to Disney Plus and you look at the, they have the movies in order, but in reverse order. Oh. Go to Disney Plus, you go to the movies, and it literally has from nine, eight, seven, six, and then the Rogue One and Solo are both in there. It's in reverse. I'm like, who who would watch it that way? (laughs) No one. That's a terrible idea. All right. Maybe they're like, let's start with the worst and work our way up. (laughs) I I guess because they made those, they're like, we'll watch the ones we made first. And then, uh, you know. Stum. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi standalone series with Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen. That that just sounds amazing. I don't care what Nate's saying you want to do, Sal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess the same argument with the Ando one, Andor one, but uh, right. yeah, they're both dead. We know that, but yep. I just want more of them. <laughs> right. Uh, I was excited for an Obi-Wan series because like, oh, that'd be kind of fun. I love Ewan McGregor. I liked his Obi-Wan. I think he'd be fun, uh, particularly if like, you know, we're, we're getting closer to like, real star wars and he's you know doing his thing and you know he's he's like stuck on tatooine maybe he has to go on a couple of missions or he's like fighting sand people or whatever uh when they announced that hayden christensen was gonna be darth vader uh i i, I threw up in my mouth uh i don't understand oh come on he wasn't that bad no he was don't he, have, no he was really bad just don't have him do a love sequence it's fine uh, don't have him do anything he's not tall enough built enough <laughs> he doesn't have the voice like he's not darth vader just get a stunt guy to play darth vader like what are you doing He's never going to take off the helmet. You never need to see his face. If you do, I d- I, no, you're doing I d- it wrong. I doubt he's going to be in the full garb, though. I think they're probably going to do like a weird half to see thing with him. Why would they do that? Because it's Disney. He puts he puts the helmet on at the end of episode three. But like, then he can take it off. No, he, he can't, though. He needs it to breathe. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we proved it at the end of Return of the Jedi when they took it off and he totally lived. In, in my future, he's living in a farm somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, where he's where he's free and happy. Yeah, I, yeah, he's free and happy. They let, they set Darth Vader free, <laughs> right? I don't know what world I'm living in where people think Hayden Christensen is a good actor, but like it's it's the wrong one. I don't know what's happening. He's not. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Bad Batch was announced as a Clone Wars spinoff cartoon. I I, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't get, honestly, I was probably one of the few people in the world who just never really got into Clone Wars as heavy as most people did. Right. I watched it as more of a vehicle to get me to the other things in the Star Wars universe. Yep. And Bad Batch, cool. Don't care. I'm sure, I'm sure there's Clone Wars people that are like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dropped two F-bombs in this episode. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care about Bad Batch, but like, you know, I don't, I don't begrudge it. Like, okay, make your show. I'm not going to watch. Knock yourselves out. Yeah, there, yeah. There was that other show. There was a horribly animated, like a uh, X-Wing show that came and went. And I like heard about it, saw the animation was like pass and it ended. Like, so there's all kinds of Star Wars stuff that can come and go that I've never, I've never seen a single full episode of Clone Wars. Like, Wow. Okay. Uh, Visions sounds cool, but I, is- I like the idea of putting an anime spin on Star Wars. I'm glad that it's a bunch of shorts and they're not trying to go all in on something. Yes. But this is definitely one of those things, just like with the Matrix when they attempted this. Yeah. <laughs> some are probably going to be great. Some are going to be weird as hell. Yes. Like- <laughs> Absolutely. Which, like, you know, okay. Again. Uh, Lando, a spinoff centered on Donald Glover's solo character. If they get him back, apparently that's up in the air if he's coming back. Okay. But if they get Donald Glover to do it, I'm on board. Right. I mean, yeah, he's great. 
he'd be fun. Uh, again, I, I don't really care if like, like I, <laughs> I, I would watch a Lando show. Maybe I just don't care. Right. The like, Acolyte, a series exploring the dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. A droid story, R2-D2 C-3PO return of the series, introducing a brand new droid. Uh, I don't care about that, but I would watch a droids show like they made that was horrible, by the way, the droids cartoon. But I would love to see a prequel series where R2 and 3PO like are just bumbling through the galaxy getting into adventures and dealing with people just like adapt to the dark horse comic. That's all I want to see. I don't want to see a, a third Disney made droid. That's supposed to like be marketable like R2 and 3PO. Cause it was BB eight. It was that stupid thing with the nose. And now we got a third one. I don't know what <laughs> this is, but like just do a show with 3PO and R2, I guess if you need to, which by the way, like unfortunately they've actually explained like where they've been the whole time. So there is no like gap for those two. Right, right. You could set it afterwards where they're like, well, that was weird and stupid. Let's leave R2 and 3PO and they just bail. <laughs> so it's in the future of Star Wars. Yeah, set it, so, 100, set it 150 years after uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, and then they've also announced a reboot of Willow. <laughs> okay. Did you miss that? I, I thought I, 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 I heard it, but I thought it was a joke. Um, finally, it's funny because Marvel's like, look at all our movies, look at our shows. And Star Wars is like, start it again. Here we go. So here's the shows. And yep. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't care about that. Willow. You, I, I, can, I can blow your mind even further. There's mm -hmm. a sequel to Mighty Ducks as well. Oh, good. Is Emilio Estos going to be in it? Yes. Is it out? Is it done? No, there were, it's coming out next year. I watched the entire four-hour Disney investor thing to get to be ready for this. Yeah. And the, the highlight that I wasn't expecting is when they're like, Mighty Ducks, quack, quack. I'm like, what? Oh, they did, they, they did it? They were like, quack, 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 yeah, Mr. Ducks. It, <laughs> and, and then they had Emilio Estevez on it. And I'm like, what? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I liked I liked Mighty Ducks one. Did I you like the cartoon they made where there were space aliens with I, masks? That I watched that. I didn't like it necessarily. It was one of those things where it's like it's on. I guess I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the last topic so I can get out of here time for my doctor's appointment. Yes. Um, okay. So right now, DC is ending Death Metal. Oh. Marvel is starting King and Black, and DC started Endless Winter. Yes. Um. King and Black started out with a bang. Yep. Although I will say I do have slight problems with an entire issue of Venom being him falling. Right. <laughs> well, I, I don't read those. I just read the main event. So for me, oh, it's so just cool. in the main event, he threw Venom off a building. I know. I read that. In Venom 31, he spent the whole issue falling. Well, don't you feel silly for spending your money on that issue? <laughs> it's the ultimate filler I have ever seen in the war. It's just like, what? Yep. Um, but it's, it's it's interesting in the, the light of like just everyone realizing that he's about to die and it's like okay yeah cool um but i think they started with a huge bang tomorrow i think we're getting more issues of it. it's gonna be great I'm, okay. I'm loving king of black already and they've been building up to it for two years almost like death metal and dc metal is true for two years. yeah yeah what is endless winter it's just a, <laughs> it's it's a harmless silly dc comics justice league event it's it's the, it's a it's a story you would have caught in any run for justice league it's an event that would have been an event in 2002 
you know, it's it's there's it's harmless. It's a it, if it is, and it is also something. It's an alternative. If you don't want death metal, if you are sick of it, here's something where the Justice League act like it Justice Leaguers going and, on for a very long time. Yeah, I, I just want you guys to know, for the record, for those people who are like, oh my god, I feel like death metal has been going on for a while because of the pandemic. It has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, I believe it started before the pandemic. Yeah, I think I think it started before the pandemic even kicked off, and then it got delayed because of the pandemic. Yep. Yep. No, it started in June, yep. but it's still been going on for over half a year. Well, and death metal is just the next chapter of the saga that has been this shit. Like it is not. <laughs> it has just been this. And this tone and this nonsense and this perpetual thing for a year. Like that's true. Cause technically the, the justice league, all that happened right before death metal. And that all kicked off. Like it, that was going on for what? The last two years. Yep. You're the villain doom. Uh, they got trapped inside of things, fought against Lex. All this has been going on yep. for so long. Yep. 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 So, I don't know. Nonstop. Uh, I, I I don't. I get the the cons- I get the, con- the the issues with with endless winter. I had them myself. I was like, this is, who cares? Like it's it's utterly disposable. But it is not meant to be like a blow your mind, knock your socks off epic event yeah, of, of crazy proportions. It's a story where there aren't be leather jacketed like tattoos coming to life and like ending all life on multiple earths and getting crisis machines and anti-crisis boxes and like endless lobos like it's just a it's just a thing where the just like fight a fight a cold guy whatever I, and that's how i looked at it too endless winter came out but i just feel like it, they were hyping it up because that was one of the things they were hyping up at the baltimore or the new york one of those are things yeah i don't remember and it's and since it's coming out at king of black it's like oh this is their counter to king of black it's right. like oh just a fun justice league story. yeah no it is not a counter to king and black it is just coming out around the same time it is not even yeah, comparable exactly. to king and black king and black is like a thing that was building up endless winter is just like here here's the thing like it's literally it comes out of nowhere left field it's in continuity it's just a little story about the justice league fighting a bad guy who's got chili powers like that's it chili he's chilly he's cold <laughs> Like, okay. And, and it also like plays with, you know, ideas like, you know, Avengers 1 million BC and, uh, and the Illuminati and stuff like that. Like, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just a cute little story. Like, honestly, again, like I wouldn't begrudge it only because like it's, you don't need to buy it. You don't have to read it. It's if you don't like death metal, you might like this. If you don't like that, yeah. you save your money on two events, whatever. Well, it, I noticed that a while ago that DC was kind of like, oh, crap, Scott Snyder, you've been like blowing up the DC universe for a while. Uh, we're just going to put people on Justice League to do Justice League things. For a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And like, here's the thing. I didn't I haven't read it because like, I'm like, well, it's not relevant. It's not part of it. It's not, you know, it doesn't matter. Like none of this matters. Yeah. So I'm not reading this. And, uh, you know, I think they know that, but they're not going to cancel Justice League. So here, you know, here's another thing like endless winter is just like, okay, it's just, yeah. All right. Like I've only read the first issue, you know, I didn't, it didn't pull me in. Maybe I'll read the whole thing later. Cause like, they're not going to cancel endless winter. They're just going to put it out all together later. So I'll wait for the trade. I'll read all that. And then I'll, maybe I'll like it or maybe I won't. Who knows? I got no complaints. Okay. Like, no complaints. No complaints. It's just kind of like, all right, whatever. Like, again, it's, it, that's the thing is it's so harmless. It didn't kick in the door and go like, Hey, we're doing a story about everything being cold 
and you better <laughs> like it. Like, there's another event that DC's putting on where they kicked in the door and they were like, hey, we're making action figures of all this stuff and you better like it. Because that's exact, that? that's death metal. That's exactly what oh, this is. Death metal is literally yeah. just like, if you don't like this, you don't like DC because there yeah. is nothing else for you to buy. <laughs> like that's, you're not wrong it's like, gotten a little bad th- that's it and it's like oh or, and if you don't like that well and if you and if you like it, you better read the 16 tie-ins you better read that <laughs> titans book that isn't that it wasn't built as a titans book that is a it's, titans it's book. Hilar- the tie the, the i don't know but how big death metal's gotten it's just so funny when you look at the original thing that scott Snyder pitched to us he's like yeah it's got like nine books yep it's, it's a tight-knit thing <laughs> yeah you liar <laughs> <laughs> I think it was back then, though. Maybe. I do think it was. I would not be surprised if, like, during the pandemic, they were like, okay, we're going to make f- seven more books that are solo books, later one-shots that have the Death Metal logo on them. <laughs> Guys, if we're doing anything, you work on those. <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because i got to run to my doctor's appointment in 10 minutes. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Absolute Comics. The show where every Tuesday, Sal and I sit down talking about comic books, comic book news, and what's going on in the world. If you want to support the show, please consider subscribing right here at Twitch, twitch.tv slash comic storian. Uh, we do podcasting here every Tuesday, Thursday. We're about to start doing more D&D stuff here on Tuesday. There's a possibility that I will be able to do a game with Sal and Tiffany. We're going to see if schedules will allow it. Might not. We're going to find out if I can do a game with them. But it'll be fun. I think they should both be different versions of Batgirl. Um, they're trying to approve themselves to Batgirl. There you so, go. <laughs> you can be Stephanie Brown. She'll be Cassandra Kane, and we'll see what happens. That's that, <laughs> that tracks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, don't forget, you can also support us by going to G Fuel and using the code COMICS at checkout. Either one of those two methods will support the show, keep the show going, and keep a nice paycheck in Sal's pocket for him to continue doing the show. Yeah. Uh, you guys are awesome. We really, really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah. Uh, I, I got to run. So we'll see you next time. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been drinking too much G Fuel. We'll see you <laughs> next time right here at the Absolute Comics Show. Uh, oh, 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 we will not be here next week because of Christmas. Unless they announce some insane stuff, but I'm pretty yeah. sure we're nothing is getting announced that's going to be worth a whole episode. Next I think we week. got everything. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we will be back the week after Christmas. Okay, guys? We'll see you then. Thank you so much.